0: This
1: broadcast of Money Talks originally aired on Saturday, January
0: seven, two 2017. The only thing we have to The economic health of this nation has... been essential economic freedoms... The excessive decline in the dollar... lack of pedigree... The late rally on Wall Street... Growing the economy... Growing the economy... Welcome... This is Money
1: Talks. Well, good morning, good morning. This is Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running and most respected money show on radio. I'm Bill Laco, certified financial planner. That and a dollar will get you a pack of gum.
0: Oh, it's more than that. Come
1: on now. Gum, pack of gum? Two also packs more? Of
0: gum. Two packs? Two packs. I think it's more than a dollar. That's <laughs> No,
2: that's true.
1: <laughs> that's what I was thinking, too. That's probably a buck, buck and a half or
2: something.
1: Yeah. And we have uh, Casey Smith. Uh, are you a CFP? I am. Okay. Are you CWS, too? No. Okay, good. And then, because uh, then are we... Somebody else with too many damn yeah, designations. Yeah,
2: right. I already have enough initials. All right,
1: and then there's Troy Harmon. I can't even keep up with all your.
2: Oh come on, it's not that
1: bad. You're a I... CFA, Chartered Financial Analyst. Yep. CVA, Certified Valuation Analyst. Absolutely. And you're studying to be a CPA. That's correct. Yep. Have you taken tests yet? I've taken two tests and passed them both. Wow. Good for Looking you. You've got for... Two more to yeah, go. Two more. Have yep. you taken the easy ones or the hard ones?
0: Well, it was the hardest one for me. I'm not a tax guy at all. Um, I don't know why it is, but when we start talking about taxes, I know a few things, but uh, basically my brain seizes up. So I went ahead and challenged the most challenging to me first, and uh, like I say, was successful. Have
1: you done, what is it, FAR?
0: Yeah, that's uh, financial uh, financial accounting. I have not, but uh, that is something that we do a good portion of uh, for the CFA. So, I see. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not so so uh, intimidated by it as i was the tax portion regulation they call it but uh, yeah i got a couple to do hopefully Compliance. in the next, heck, yeah <laughs> hopefully in the next few months i will how much ce do you, do you have to take well a see well, that's the good CSA, thing is, uh,
1: cfa they don't make you take well, any that's right, None, okay. yeah.
0: what kind of bs is that <laughs> well you know they say that you worked hard enough to get the first Portion of Once the you know regression
1: analysis, you know it yeah. all. <laughs> the they don't
0: they don't require you, but they do encourage you to continue uh-huh. your education uh, 20 hours a year with, I think, three or four of that being uh, ethics. And uh, we have to keep track of it. I, I wouldn't be surprised in the future if they don't make it mandatory. What about a CVA? CVA is, uh, I think it's like 20 hours over a two-year span. and
2: um, You have to? Yeah, Yeah, I think we have to do 30 hours, right? 30 hours over two
1: years. Plus three hours of ethics. I always love the ethics. Are you allowed to steal money from your clients? No. I mean, this is the kind of, I mean, right? You got, I mean, you have to actually tell people that you're not allowed to do certain things. Make the declaration. I mean, it makes no sense to me, but, uh, you know, I mean, I get it. You can run into conflicts of interest that are gray areas and probably should talk through those. But, you know, to be as blatant as. You're not allowed to forge your client's name on a check. <laughs> really? Exactly. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah.
1: Well Apparently, you know they made that rule for a reason, That's right? right? You know exactly. they made that rule for There's a reason. somebody out there. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, now, we're not here to talk about designations. We're going no. to talk about money. There we go. Having a decent week. Yeah, decent-ish. Yeah. Decent-ish. Yeah. We got what? 14 more days.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Exactly, yeah. By the time this is aired, it'll be 14 more days to a new president. Uh, Just to catch up where we left off last year, uh, market S&P 500 up 11.95% with dividend included. Dividend's about 2% of that total. Um, If you uh, dig a little deeper, energy, which was down horribly, uh, if you had just looked at February 11th in 2016, uh, you would have never expected that energy would have roared back like it did. Twenty-seven point three four percent, three six percent, so twenty-seven point four percent more or less in 2016. All from the energy sector. Healthcare, the big loss, negative two point six nine. The only losing sector in 2016. Uh, telecom, financials, financials. Uh, we're we're kind of the whipping boy most of the year, yeah. uh,
2: you know, until really we started took off after the election.
0: Well, it, I you know it gets a lot of credit for the election, and and there are a lot of uh, potential financial uh, regulatory changes coming our way, and and uh, you know they're even talking about uh, Dodd Frank being uh, reversed, overturned, at least modified. Um, but what helped it was interest rates. Yeah, steeping steepening of the yield curve, and by that we mean. Uh, interest rates on the 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 long end, longer maturities, uh, increased by a rate <laughs> greater than the short end. And why does that matter to financials, especially banks, um, when you have
1: because they borrow short and lend long.
0: Absolutely, that's their profit margin. So as when that widens, it's a, it's a benefit to banks. Um, like I say, it's it's hard to say what portion meant which, but uh, both of those are positive developments for the banks and financials overall. So. Uh, uh, pretty good news there. Uh, we had a couple of things that uh, were reported this week. It's been real slow because of uh, uh, all the holidays, but ISM manufacturing did come out. Uh, looked stronger uh, in December, uh, 54.7 versus a 53.2. What does any of that mean? Uh, anything above 50 is expansionary. Um, so basically good news in uh, in manufacturing. Um, a little bit of price pressure, which is what we expect. By that, we mean uh, inflation going forward. Um, then we had a, a weekly report, uh, MBA mortgage applications. Uh, the overall composite index was up 0.1%. Refinance index was up 1.7%. The purchase index was uh, one4 negative, so it, it moved down a little bit. But you wouldn't expect a whole lot of purchasing of houses going on during December yeah, during of, a, of an average year so not a big deal jobless claims it's still you know the big positive spot so uh, uh, you know when you look at all of those things that's kind of where you where you got it uh,
1: so what do you think about Macy's laying off 10,000 people
0: I tell you what it's I'm amazed that uh, that their seasonal um, results were so bad uh, and Macy's I you know honestly I don't know I haven't looked into the details of who it was they laid off and, and uh, where they worked or, or whatever, but um, retail jobs tend to be, these days at least, uh, kind of a part-time gig. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if a lot of that's what you're seeing there. You know, they, they lost jobs, but they probably were going to be laying off quite a few of those anyway um, just because it's a seasonal business. You know, during the holidays is where they – they uh, get their, get most of their revenue. So uh, without knowing enough about the specific details, I really don't, uh, uh, it, it doesn't surprise me as far as the layoffs. The number is probably a whole lot bigger than I would have ever expected. I did want to run through some other numbers. Uh, S&P 500 makes up the 500 largest companies in our domestic economy, but uh, if you look at uh, the S&P 400, which not too many people talk about, it's the mid-cap um, we generally consider mid-cap companies uh, between two billion and ten billion um, market cap, which uh, can be derived by the number of shares on the market times the price of those shares per uh, per share. Uh, but the mid-cap was up 20.73 percent. The small-cap, which is companies you know generally smaller than two billion dollars in market cap, were up 26.46 uh, percent. If you look. Comparative to gold, all three of those indices beat gold, which was uh, up 8.56%. Uh, emerging markets were up generally, you know, just shy of uh, 11%, and then we had developed markets. Uh, this is European countries, uh, Germany, the U.K., uh, France, um Spain, there's, um, you know, basically developed nations, Japan's included in this, we're up only 1.37, and they were negative if it hadn't been for uh, a dividend that's about 3.1%. So uh, all things considered, we had a positive year. Um, Europe uh, struggled. We know the U.K. is uh, still in the works of breaking away from the Eurozone, so uh, that's that's definitely not a positive for them. Um but,
2: where what did you, you guys predict would be at the beginning of last year? Didn't, didn't, yeah, we didn't had eight
0: like percent or something? six to eight percent. We yeah. always kind of give you a window. Um, <laughs> all right, so it's a fudge factor. It just gives us <laughs> more chances of being right, but it's it's really difficult. We did think that it was going to be less than an average year, and uh, right before the election, the day before the election, you could have measured the s and p was up six point one percent. In uh, days after the election, obviously, we had about a 4.95% uh, rally between 11.8 and 12.31 uh, for a total of 11.95 is, is the uh, return.
1: Now, uh, and what everybody's forgotten about was this time last year, we were in the middle of a 10% decline. We were, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, between if you measure from the first of December through February 11th of 2016, we lost 13
1: percent on the S and P. How many clients I talked to that said the market's never coming back yeah. ever? <laughs> Sell! I'm not even kidding. I, you know, and, <laughs> and, and here's when the you problem: you it, can't predict this stuff.
0: It's tough. It's tough. Absolutely. And and the thing that we try to look at. Uh, The one thing that's probably the best predictor, and it's not going to be – there's volatility all over the place even when you see these numbers, but we look at the fundamentals of the economy. And when you look at what we have for an economy right now, uh, probably the biggest story going forward is the fact that we've had relatively restrictive fiscal policy for the last at least eight years, and you could argue that even more than that. Um, But we see that change and it gives us hope, at least, and, and, and expectation that we're going to have more significant growth, at least in the short term. But, of course, we're dealing with uh, a, a new president who has absolutely no experience in government. So why does that matter?
1: Maybe oh, he is... See, I would venture to say he's got a lot of experience in government. Well, you know what it takes to build a hotel? Yeah. Can I'm, you imagine the government oversight? Yep. The financing? The one thing he doesn't have, though, is...
0: He doesn't have. Uh, he's probably got some friends now, and growing more. But uh, he has to. He can't pass all this on his own. No, it's. He has to have. He has to have people to support his policies. That's and true. and we've even seen some back and forth, you know, uh, even in the short time that he's been the president elect, where you wonder exactly he he doesn't necessarily disagree uh, rather with with uh, everything that goes on in the political circles, and and he shouldn't, nor should any other, but. Uh, uh, you know, all things considered, it's going to be interesting to watch, and, and we're not sure exactly no. how this works Hence out. That's the
1: reason we follow what? Yeah, the ten the year rule. Without you a know doubt. why? That means because in ten years he won't be here. Uh, I mean, he might—he'll still be on this earth, but right. He will not be president.
0: Yeah, so. that's a, that's pretty much a lock. I would I would venture to say. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Unless there's some kind of. Yeah, unless he had a four years <laughs> off and got elected again, and right. what's the likelihood? I think Teddy Roosevelt was the last one to try that. Yeah, maybe. All right, we're going to stop here for a quick break. You're listening to Money Talks. We'll be right back. It's time for the
3: Dog of the Week.
0: Here you go, Dog of the Week. Uh, you think we need medical reform, healthcare reform in the United States? Listen to this. Uh, this is out of uh, Reuters. From January 3rd, doctors in Vietnam have removed surgical forceps from a man who unknowingly carried them inside his body for 18 years. uh, Where do you find this stuff? (laughs) He had had been in an accident, I guess, an automobile accident, a traffic accident, in 1998, got sewn up, patched up. He was having a pain once in a while, so uh, they did an X-ray, lo and behold, it was pretty clear to see the source of his pain. They thought this guy had an ulcer, a stomach ulcer. He did. They, well, it was <laughs> in the form of medical forceps. Well, and, and you know, it, they're, they're saying they're going to track down who's responsible for leaving them in there just so at least they can tell them even if they're retired. You would think a doctor 18 years ago very likely to have been retired by now. But uh, they say that uh, medical errors are not uncommon in Vietnam. Over the past year, there have been... Two cases of doctors operating on the wrong limbs. Nice. Three cases of men being diagnosed as pregnant. Now that. So there you go. I could totally
1: see that happening. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: Are talking about folks on parole that stole their sister's uh, (laughs) specimen, or what are
1: we dealing with here? Uh, I don't know. You know, we were talking about, uh, because I was hoping you were going to do the dog of the week, was I know everybody out there thinks I'm just a diehard Republican, but. I must say, on Tuesday, I was ready to not be happy when they were going to do away right. with their ethics committee. You know, we have to take ethics, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, they can't absolutely. steal, lie, cheat. It's pretty tough stuff. Right. You know what I mean? It's not that hard. But, of course, we're going to do away with the ethics committee. Yeah, this so that's the first act yeah. that those jack legs are going to do. Man. So you got to at least – you might not like Trump, but at least he said, seriously? Yeah. yeah. That's the only hope that I have for that man is that he's got some common sense. He should keep his mouth shut. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. But I think we got bigger problems.
0: Yeah, Then whether or not they're being denied of their <laughs> personal privilege or right or right. whatever it is they're right. trying to make the argument. Remember this.
1: You work for me. Yeah, well. Right? Every, each and every one of us. They work for us. That's true. That's the way it's supposed to be. There, there is a. Uh, oh, they there, learned that lesson. Half of them did. Now maybe yeah. the other half got to get a little, you know. Yeah.
0: There's long been an argument as to to whether or not they understand exactly that that they are a public servant, yeah. not not the not the king of the well, world.
1: Look, I mean, if we were in Russia, I'm sure Obama would still be president. But we're not in Russia. <laughs> yeah, no we're matter, in the United States. No matter what the outcome of the election. Right. right. Yeah. Whether you could have won or couldn't have won. Yeah. That's why we have a ten year rule, right? Generally, two economic cycles and certainly two presidents. Right. Yeah. So. Yep. A lot of things uh, change because I remember laying awake that night. When they elected him and the the futures were down almost a thousand points. They were. Right? Yep. I'm sending emails out at three o'clock to our employees talking about it's gonna be one of them days. Yeah. You're ready, you're ready. And then we right. walk in, the market opens and it was ho hum.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was Flight. it wasn't much much bad at all. It was slightly positive for a while. Right. And then rallied since then. Uh pulled back a little bit over the holidays, but uh you know, I at one point I remember saying that the market was up 6.1 percent from December of 15 through uh, through the election day. And then after that, the market had rallied over seven percent. We were up over 13 percent. So we did see a bit of a pullback, you know, right, right. at the end of the year finished still eleven $1, ninety five. And, you know, you talked about that 10 percent decline early in the year. Uh, the market was down on February 11th by five point three percent from on the year-to-date measure, so from December 31st to 15 through February 11th, the market was down 5%. rallied back for a for a gain of almost
2: 12%. That's a pretty significant move. Well, and Troy, can you? What is the the long-term average on large cap stocks? 10.4% approximately. So, uh,
1: ask him I how mean, many times the market ever ends at 10.4%. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. <Yeah>. We've
2: had <laughs> but, two but look, within we're, five <laughs> basis
1: points, and that's it. But we're
2: above that, right? We
0: for, are for yeah.
2: 2016. Absolutely. So I have clients all the time. Market, why do you use, uh, you know, 11% in your return assumptions? Right. Because it's 9.5% plus a 1.5% dividend. Yeah. But they also th-
1: forget th- about the 4.6% inflation rate we use yeah. in right. the projections. Well, I'm
2: just saying 11%. I mean, that's average. Yeah. yeah. Well, I true mean,
1: enough. Remember, it was so, never going to happen.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's never going
1: to happen. And it's happened quite a, It's happened
2: yep. quite a bit. Remember Since 2013? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and that
0: 10.4% goes all the way back to 1926. We're talking about through the Great Depression through uh you know a, a clash with cuba three i mean right. name it our most recent recession where we lost 52% you include that number in that total and we're still at 10.4%. That's a, a really long time. Yeah. And uh 10.4% is still not too far fetched. I know I ran through some math not long ago on the radio talking about uh you know you have uh you have Things that go on. If we've got uh, GDP, which is always measured without inflation, it's, uh, it's the real rate of GDP. It was at 3.5% in the third quarter. But then you think about inflation actually benefits companies because absolutely.
1: their yeah. revenues include that inflation. Yes. Right? So Look, even We have with, to have inflation for you to get a pay raise, absolutely. number one. And number two, we have to have inflation. I, I don't know how much money is sitting in bonds. Okay, but as rates go up, people always go, oh, the market's going to tank. Okay, well, maybe there might be a short-term sell-off because mm-hmm. people say, okay, I don't need the risk of being in stock, so I'm going to buy some bonds. But you're also talking about people who have savings accounts. All of a sudden, being paid zero, now being paid 1%. doesn't sound yeah. like a lot, but that's 1% more money per year they have to spend. Right. And what does it do to the economy?
0: Yeah, it, it boosts it. There's
1: yeah. a multiplier effect. Absolutely. Because they spend that
0: 1% and... The folks that they they spend it with actually increase the wages for their employees. Right. It, it ripples through the economy. Absolutely.
1: So yeah, a so, little bit of inflation wouldn't be a bad thing.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, even at that, 3.5% plus a 2% inflation, we're at 5.5%, you throw on 2% dividend, which is just a, a portion of the earnings, and there's right. a multiplier in the earnings. Uh, you know, all things considered, it's, it's pretty easy to get to that 10% yeah. when you just sit and think about the math. Right. Yeah. So... Anyway, that's uh, but there's too many people
1: were. Listen, buy gold, <laughs> sell, yeah, uh, buy some options. Well, what, what was your Futures. dividend? What was your dividend on your gold this year, Bill? Yeah, it was uh, well, mine's negative because generally, generally it's in jewelry, yeah, form of jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see, I have to pay insurance premiums on the jewelry, uh, yeah, there you, you go. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, exactly. I, I was having this conversation the other day with somebody who said. I just I think gold's the way to be. And I said, I agree. So what are you going to do? Are you going to take it in physical form? And we have this conversation yeah. about a million times right. a year. Yeah, I think I will. Okay, where are you going to put it? Yeah. Where, where are you going to put it? Yeah. All right, so you got one little gold coin? Okay, fine. you yeah. going to back up a dump truck full? What are you going to do?
0: Yeah, even if you have a safe at your house. Right. You still had to buy that safe. Well... And and even then, is it Then don't tell anybody secure? about it. Yeah, exactly.
2: Right. When the revolution comes. Well, that's the uh, Buy bullets. If you it. want to be secure,
1: buy bullets. You're going to go along with it. <laughs> yeah.
0: The only safe metal to invest in is
1: lead. <laughs> Completely go. All right. Sorry. Yeah. We've digressed.
2: We here. have digressed. No doubt.
1: Where, where do you want to go, Casey?
2: Well, we have a we do have a case study this week, but it's it's really more of a I a love question that about, case study. Now people are like, let's change stations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, forget I said that. <laughs> um, we'll have just it, call it the situation, the situation. The situation. That's good. Situation room. Um, so we, we've got a a individual here who's asking about is, if there's an earnings threshold where he should seek out a fee-only financial advisor, and what is a reasonable fee and fee structure? So, uh, you know, there's a lot that goes along with that with that question. I mean, as far as the earnings threshold, income is not necessarily uh, – doesn't, doesn't necessarily dictate you needing a financial advisor. If you're spending it all, then – there you go. I mean, right. what are you gonna, what are you doing with well, it? Well,
1: although you might want to pay the advisor to help you with a budget,
2: with, with a yeah. budget, but right? That'd be a
1: one-time expenditure, a couple hundred bucks, I'm guessing. Right.
2: Yeah, exactly. Something yeah. something of that nature. If you're talking about somebody to help you invest the money, uh, yeah, I mean, advisors do a lot of different things. So you know, whether it's running a financial plan, which can either be sort of a a rough goal seek as to how much money do you need to save to have enough to retire uh, when you get there, or it can be more of a comprehensive, you know, let me look at your taxes situation. Can we help save you some money on taxes? Can we help optimize what you're doing with your insurance, with with everything that touches your financial life? So that's more of a comprehensive plan, um, which is going to be more expensive. Um, So it depends on really what you're looking for from from the advisor, Uh, you know, the fee question is is another interesting one. We get that question how many times a year? <laughs> More than the gold. Um, you know, there's really two kinds of advisors out there. There's a you know registered investment advisor like Pensler, and then there's the, the you know stockbroker model. Registered investment advisors like us, we're fee only, so we just charge you a fee based on your assets. Or fee based.
0: Some are fee based. Some are fee
2: based. Um, Whereas a you know a broker is going to be mostly concerned about selling you a product of some sort because they make their living off of commissions. Exactly, it's commission based, and and you know there has to be a transaction in order for them to get paid. Exactly, exactly. So. uh, not to say that one is necessarily better than the other. Uh, obviously, I'm biased in that regard. I would say that the fee only is the way to go. But, right. um, you know, not to say that everybody selling products is is crooked either. But, yeah. um, you know, you want to take that into consideration in, in terms of what it is that you're looking for? What are you trying to accomplish? And you then...
0: tend to get more holistic approach when you're talking about an advisor that's that's uh, going to be tied into growing your wealth so much, yeah. you know, and not so much trying to find the next hot stock pick. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. they're going to be more concerned with your overall picture, I think.
1: Yeah. Well, I will tell you what, let's we're, we're kind of up against it here. Let's just take a quick break. We'll come back in and beat up on stockbrokers a little bit more. <laughs> um, I'm just come on, that was fun, right? Come on, that was fun. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial.
3: my
0: eye on you a long time doctor i consider you one of my most valuable long-term
3: investments and when it comes to my investments i always do my homework
1: <laughs> and we're back it's money talks i'm bill Lako, along with kc smith troy Harmon. We're here answering questions about your money. Crazy train's about to start. And I, what is it, 15 days? 15 <laughs> days.
2: You know what what I heard
1: that. Sean Hannity. God loves Sean. You know what I'm saying? I know some people hate him. Some people love him. It's like a 50-50 thing. But he did offer his plane up to fly anybody who wanted to get the H out of the United States. Wherever you know what are. I'm saying? Yeah. Pay, give him a nice meal. Yeah. You know, yeah. some Dom Perignon. But it's know. a one-way ticket, baby. <laughs> yeah. I already said I was laughing. It was hilarious. <laughs> anyway, so I'm waiting to see Rosie leave. Yeah, you know, but Take it them up on it's that. not gonna happen. No, you know why it's not gonna happen? Because where are you gonna go? Right.
2: Yeah, still the best country in the world. Thank you.
1: Yep. You Good know point. when we'll know this country's not the best country in the world? One thing will show it: immigration. When people yeah. start leaving, You're absolutely not immigrant. coming. Yeah. So, yep. Good point. Now, yeah. I am waiting for the wall. that's gonna have like Trump. Trump Hotel at the top. You'd be able to <laughs>
2: you look out over Mexico. <laughs>
1: <laughs> listen, there's a business thing there. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to go stay there, but yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, some of it's comical, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know where you ever came up with that. To be I don't know
1: with either, you. but hey, hey, listen. Wh- whatever we have to do.
0: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I mean, if we're going to talk about that for just a second. If there's a law on the books that says there is a process and you're going to ignore those
1: specific I'm, laws? I'm with you. I, I mean, what are what are we doing? I'm with you. But I also think we should, there are good people in no, the world absolutely. that you would like to have in this country. Most of and the And we people, should make it so that, you yeah. know, after whatever, whatever the rules are going to be, they can be a citizen.
0: Absolutely. You know? a, a huge portion of our citizenship
1: today, our citizenry, Started as immigrants. Yeah, last time I checked, none of them were Native American. That's right. Well, I should say none of them. But there's very. Few. I'm not. You're not. <laughs> that's right. Very so, few. That's we right. all.
0: We all had an origin elsewhere.
1: That's right. All right. So we were, we, were we beating up on commission people. We were. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, and you were. You were. You were kind. Because look, the important part whether somebody gets paid as a fee only, a fee based, or commission, it, the, the only thing that matters is that you know.
2: Yeah. So then exactly. you can
1: kind of understand what you're getting, and yeah, How point. the advice is supposed to be
2: coming to you. Sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, then that's the that's when the red flag should go up when you ask somebody how they get paid and they're like, well, you know, we, I don't really know. You know.
1: Yeah. That's just run. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
2: You you need to know how your advisor is being paid and sure. and where that where that money is coming from and and if you do as long as you understand how that compensation works and how that impacts your returns and your investments then. You know, you can well, make look, an educated may decision. Want, I
1: mean, you know, Merrill Lynch has got some smart stock pickers. Sure. Yeah. You may say, look, you get you specialize in small caps in Indonesia, and I want you to bring me your best ideas, yeah. and I'm going to buy them from you. So right. you get paid, and that's what I want. Yeah. yeah. But don't expect that guy to be an expert, or gal, to be an expert in all things financial. Right. Sure. Right. Even yeah. though they might tell you they are.
2: Yeah, they might. And, and, you know, there's there's different reasons for seeking out a financial advisor. In the, in the this, Situation that we're looking at, the uh, uh, you know the individual has a equity, they have equity in their home, they have a, a HELOC, they're making payments on some home equity debt. line of credit. Yeah, yep. home equity line of credit. Excuse me for the abbreviation there. Um, making about 135 thousand a year in wages, has a healthy savings account. In terms of investments, maxes out the 401k, uh, owns some commercial property, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, he's in a, a pretty good. But shape I see some a, consumer debt? There's some consumer debt. Yeah, there's there's quite a bit of. It. I saw this consumer debt. Yeah. What kind of car are you driving that's for? One hundred twenty-one thousand dollars. That's a car. Yeah, that's a. That's about a year of his wages right there. I thought. I mean, so, it, I thought the monthly payments is two hundred. T- excuse me, two thousand two hundred twenty bucks a month. Wow. Yeah.
1: Now, my guess is that's probably what we need to be paying off. Yeah. But we probably need to ask what the interest rate is.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, any time and, – and we had another question, I think, that we were going to talk about down the road about interest rates and, and what debt you should look at first. But chances are that auto loan is going to be a pretty hefty interest rate. I, I didn't do the calculation to figure out what the payment on that loan would be. Of course, I don't know what his starting balance was and how long he's been paying it for. Um, but – yeah, that's something you want to look at. That's a that's a big chunk. He's asking about the home equity line. Might
1: actually want to sell the car and yeah. drive You'd something so. else. Yeah. Have <laughs>
2: <Yeah. laughs>
0: you ever given anybody advice to go out and buy yourself a fancy car? $120,000 is the absolute best price for you. It's only a year's worth of wages. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: it's more than a year after tax. Well, you're right. That's there. true. For sure.
2: Now, who knows what he actually paid for? He this may have been true. paying on it for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> he drives an RV. <laughs> we'll just put it there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, if he can live you in it, then that might be the. That's the how solution. you justify that Selling automobile house. expense. That's true. It
1: might begin a tax deduction. Yeah. yeah second be. home.
2: That's it right. Could be. All um, right. I think the bottom line is is just make sure that uh, whoever you're going to hire to help you out is understands what your situation is from you know from start to finish and, and really knows what your goal is in, in hiring them. Um, you know, we've had clients come in before and we'll go through a whole rigmarole of here's how much I make, here's how much I'll save, you know, and I'm like, well, what, what what can I do for you? Do you want to yeah. know when you can retire? Do you want to, are you trying to pay off debt? Like, what is the, save for what college? is the I mean, objective? There's, yeah, there's lots of them. Um, so, so having a, an idea of that is important. And then, you know, what are the reasons that you might want to have a financial advisor help you out with, with something? I mean, a lot of people say, "Well, I can I can do it myself. I can go buy some ETFs. It's it's not rocket science." And that's true, it's not. But the, the, my argument against that is, is, everybody can do it themselves when the markets are are good, when things are going right. well. What happens when, you know, when you get a 20% decline, and you know, as we had at the end of last year, this well, time I, last year.
1: I, I think there's more to it. So if you're just hiring an advisor to pick stocks or bonds, then, you know, what's your Comparing against is what you just said the s and p five hundred the e t f s and so forth, but you know we had lunch with somebody a week ago and we were sitting there, and performance was good, beat the s p it's great, blah blah blah, but still you could see the nagging you know what are you doing for me right so you, you you know you're talking about things, and then all of a sudden they weren't taking advantage of a tax law to the tune of about twenty grand a year in real money, yep, right, right, so I just gave you that advice for free, yeah, so As I just explained to you, I mean, they're not paying me twenty grand in fees, so you can't talk to me about my fees anymore, (laughs) okay? Because I just saved you twenty grand a year, right? Right. So it's it, you know, I'm being somewhat sarcastic, tongue in cheek, but but the reality is, it's the reason you seek help is for somebody to sit here. You know, this guy may come in or gal, I don't know if it's a guy or gal to you. It's a guy. Um, would come in and we'd just spend an hour with him and charge him three hundred dollars for a budget, and all of a sudden. We could rejigger how he's paying his his bills yep. and save him some money. Yeah. Now, does that go to performance? Do you see that in your performance? No. no. You don't, How do you compare that? Call yeah. the S&P 500 up and say, hey, should I pay off my auto loan? Right. I yeah. can <laughs> yeah. Call the yeah. ETF company. That's Call right. up Guggenheim and say, hey, I'm thinking about refinancing my house. What do yeah. you think I should do? Yeah, what's your Click. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, we don't do that. Right. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. So I, it, it does matter what you're trying to accomplish and whether or not you need that help. Right. Yeah. I mean, look, you want free advice, just send us an email. We do it all day long. Yeah, we'll do
0: That's it That's true. Yeah, we'll, we'll
1: tell you by. in 30 years. Several of your radio listening friends. Since 1986, baby, longest running. Most, Most respected. There you go. See, I got trained. Got them trained. Got them trained.
2: The <laughs> there you go. Say
1: it in her sleep. All right, so what other, uh, we got other questions, right?
0: Yeah. Hey, let me throw out this. Uh, you, you brought it up, so uh, why don't we... Tell them how they can get in touch with us. Uh, you can call us locally at 770-429-9166. You can email us at drgene at You spell Hensler, H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R. If you just Google that, you're going to find us.
1: You will. Yep. The sad part about this is you and I are the... Closers, and he's the research guy, and we never give out the phone number. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all just close. i got to get them here. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm,
0: I'm, gathering, I'm gathering a crowd over here. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> yeah, that's me. All
1: right, well, let's see. Which question here? You go for any of those. Let's go uh, uh, Kathleen, or Kathleen um, from Marietta. How many types of government savings bonds are there, and what are the differences between them? I don't even know the answer to that. Yeah, there's, Two there's doggone only, many. How about well, that? Well, when you're just
0: talking about straight-up savings bond, I think is, is the crux of the question, and there are a couple. Uh, you've got the double E, which is a, a stated rate. It's going to have whatever the rate is at, at inception is the rate that it will be forever. Um, they're all paying minimal amounts at the moment. Uh, but then there's a, a, an I-bond which is inflation. But don't they have
1: H bonds? And
0: Not anymore. No, I think double E's and the, and the I's. Well, they don't issue them anymore because I know I've just seen them. Yeah, you, oh, okay. yeah, you still might have, have some folks that right. hold them, okay. yeah. but you can't go out and purchase those right. at the moment. So uh, the I-Series bond basically has, uh, sometimes it's got a, a coupon rate and sometimes it's so small that it seems like you don't, but uh, it also has the bolt-on of inflation, and that inflation is indexed. Uh, through the CPI, which is a Consumer Price Index, uh, it, it adjusts periodically so that uh, if you have significant inflation, that you you always have a, a uh, positive return. Downside is if you have deflation, so during a recession, you're also going to have a decline in that uh, in the interest that it will pay you. Um, you can go online uh, to the U.S. Treasury, I forget the Treasury
2: name. TreasuryDirect.gov, I think, we is, go. The, yep. is the best resource. That,
0: that, that f- is. And and get loads and loads of information about those. Um, you know, they pay, what, generally for 30 years, I believe. Uh, even if the stated maturity is earlier, it'll continue to pay yeah, it'll you.
2: pay for 30 but years. But it
0: pays you at, uh, the double E's pay you at the stated rate at which you purchase them. And the I's give you some sort of inflation so that uh, so that you get...
1: Um, uh, a boost. Um, I'm reading my text, explosion. man. Come on. Don't be interrupting me while I'm reading my text. I'm just, I'm so- just kidding. Sorry, sorry. But, you know, my wife wants me to bring home milk. You know, you got to, you know, you, you got to. <laughs> sorry, They're I didn't tapping realize. They're me on the shoulder. Hey, we're up against it. We didn't need you didn't realize we... you were having a crisis. <laughs> you no, know, milk, bread. It's snowing. It is snowing. Is or maybe snowing not. Yet? I don't know, because we're recording on Thursday, but yeah, you know yeah. how it is. Well, the weatherman tells us it's going to. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Gene called me and goes, it's no longer a watch. It's a warning now, Bill. And I said, still, they can be wrong. Come <laughs> yeah. on, it's Atlanta. Exactly. Anyway. Usually all right. hits you when you least expect that's it. That's true. All right, we're going to stop here for a quick break. I'll quit texting. We'll be right back. This country, you've got to make the money first. Then when you get
3: the money, you get the power. Then when you get the power... Then
1: you get the woman. Monday, Monday, Monday.
3: In the rich
1: man's world. This is Money Talks. Monday, Monday, Monday. And we're back. I'm Bill Lako with Troy Harmon and KC. And uh, so we got we got a couple more questions here. Real quick, let's go to uh, a follow-on question from last week. A Richard from Atlanta says, You suggested selling GE on the last show... Do you have a suggestion for replacement in that industry? Absolutely. Uh,
0: GE is a, an industrial conglomerate, so what I would recommend um, is a 3M company, which is also a, a uh, industrial conglomerate. It's a smaller company than GE, but uh, if you look at the details, it's not expected to grow earnings uh, as as high as GE over the next you know three to five years. Uh, it's got a long-term growth expectancy of 9% versus GE's at 10.25. But you can look over the last five years, the earnings growth at uh, 3M has been 6.22%, versus uh, GE that has contracted by 10.5%. Uh, the the company doesn't look the absolute cheapest, but one of the bigger things you, you look at profitability, uh, the the uh, return on assets. 4.3M is 14.6 versus GE is at 1.9. The return on equity is 22.9% versus GE at 9.1. Uh, EVA spread, which I generally tend to like to look at, 4.3M uh, is 10% versus uh, the EVA spread at GE at 4.29 negative negative. Uh, so it's not making as much as it costs them in the capital to, to source their capital. Uh, there's a list of other things I won't go into right now. But really, 3M is the one. 3M is the one. You look at GE, some of the things they're doing right now, the way they're changing, I'm not a huge fan of. So uh, fundamentally
2: and for the story, I prefer 3M All right. over GE.
1: Uh, what about Anna? You want to talk about Anna?
2: Yeah, so Anna writes... Um, I tried to stay on budget for Christmas. Once I got home, I had an emergency car repair, dinners I didn't plan on going to, and a few last-minute gifts I had to buy for family that I didn't know were visiting.
1: Did you get a gift? I didn't get a gift. I didn't get a gift. Okay, mm-hmm. go ahead.
2: Talk to Anne about that. Mm-hmm. Now I'm back in Atlanta, and I'm dreading my January visa bill. Without <laughs> scolding me, do you have any advice for paying this debt? Well, you know, it's a good question. Obviously, at this time of year, a lot of a well, lot of people with debt.
1: We need a little more information. We
2: don't have enough to to necessarily give you.
1: Is there like a lot of money sitting advice. in a checking account? <laughs> it's just a matter of.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, just as generally speaking, you know, obviously the best thing to do would be to pay it off as a lump sum as quickly as you can. Right. And consumer debt is not good debt to have. Right. Um, but if you if you aren't able to do that, then obviously make payments, make more than the minimum, try to pay it off as fast as you can. If you've got debt spread across multiple cards with different interest rates, pay off the highest rate first, um,
1: or the lowest balance. It depends. Yeah,
2: yeah. Or, or you can you can transfer your balance to that's a card. Right. You know, yeah. That um, maybe a lot of them offer zero percent for a short period of time. And yeah, if
0: you'll transfer that, yeah. that debt in yeah. from
2: another card, yeah. right. So that's those are just some some general things that you can do to start looking at it. We'd be happy to help you with. A little bit more detail on on how. Well,
1: and look, if you got a home equity line of credit, yep. you know, you could always use that to pay it off, so you don't pay twenty one percent interest. Or,
2: yeah, exactly. You, yeah. Know, you get the right uh,
0: interest from a home equity line off on your taxes as well.
1: Under yep. the current tax rules. Under, well,
0: yeah. Who knows what <laughs> the future <laughs> going to happen with that? You are right.
1: All right, so Troy, we didn't talk about twenty seventeen and what month is the ten percent decline going to happen?
0: Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Come that. on.
2: <laughs> depends <laughs> well, depends on who wins the here's Super Bowl. The thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. it's there's kinda, so many things. The Falcons. <laughs> there you go. The well, Falcons. It's the NFC win.
2: team, so
1: yeah. I don't
0: know. Uh, I forget exactly how that one works, but there's uh, surely a rule of thumb for everything. Uh, I'll be I'm guessing, though,
1: no. three times this year we'll have a 5% decline. You I'm know what? just going to go out on a limb that's, and say a, three times, and I wouldn't be surprised for a 10% correction. At some point during the year, absolutely not. Yeah.
0: and and usually
1: what drives those kind of things is
0: is news, and it's specific news, not about the economy so much, as it is about you know something that happened and we all get fretful and and start selling our stocks. Now I I'm getting a few questions these days where at a, at or near all time highs, surely the market is going to just collapse, right? Surely. No. Miami's so bill, by the way. if you look at the uh, if you look surely. at the economic. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Uh,
1: <laughs> if you look at week.
0: what's going on in the economy, we are at or near full employment. Uh, we're, we're actually growing. We saw third quarter GDP at three and a half percent. And that's, you know, after inflation's uh, taken out of that. Inflation is not quite to the target that the Fed has set. But we did have a... Uh, an interest rate increase in December. I wouldn't be surprised. The Fed has said they're going to have three interest rate increases in 2017. Um, given the fact that we have a bit more accommodative fiscal policy, or at least we expect that from a Trump administration, uh, I think it's going to be beneficial to business. Uh, we we have a, a likelihood that we're going to grow. Obviously, the Fed's job now becomes making sure that they manage inflation, keeping it in check. Uh, I'm I'm a little bit more... Positive on the market this year than I was last. Like KC teased out of me earlier, six to eight percent was last year. I'm saying seven to nine. Still going out on a limb, are you? Well, I'll tell you why. (laughs) Six to
1: eight to seven to nine. Uh, Well,
0: we had we had outperformance in 2016 relative to what I expected. Uh, A lot of that has been pulled forward in my mind because we haven't seen results from overdue
1: for a recession.
0: Yeah, but I still don't see recession. Usually when I'm looking for signs of a recession, you start seeing, obviously, GDP doesn't just collapse from 3.5%. You also see the yield curve invert. We're nowhere close to anything like that right now. Uh, And usually what happens, recessions, as our friend Roger Tudorow likes to say, don't die of old age. They die because the Fed killed them. True. So, what is the Fed going to do if they raise interest rates three times if they have to if they 're forced to try to keep <clears throat> inflation in check uh, A big portion of why we 've had such an elongated business cycle for the last seven, eight years is because they have been so accommodative. How can you keep interest rates as low as they have and not have inflation there 's got to be a problem, and I really think the problem was. Fiscal policy still is when we yeah. And when we see a change in that fiscal policy, I believe that we're going to have, you know, more potential for for growth. That growth is what we would expect to bring inflation. I, see, how this I goes. see higher interest they, they, rates. They,
1: when you say three times, everybody's going quarter point, quarter point, quarter point. Yeah. Let's see what well, bring it to a screeching halt is that one percent or fifty percent. Yeah.
0: And they you would know? only feel as if they had to do that if we saw inflation really get right get going strong. So and that's the reason that I believe, you know, we've had this elongated business cycle. I think I think we get a little bit closer to the potential for recession right. if we see growth truly take off and then the Fed have to react and as I said, kill our recovery from the previous recession. So in effect, so, you're
2: saying the, the slower growth has been prolonging the length of time that before we would normally. Well, get, I would think that's yeah, a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would, I th- I would think, I think
0: that's, that's exactly what's happened. And you know, like I said, you know, you look at uh, you look at what we've got. We've pulled a lot of the we, we've we've invested and increased the stock market on the potential for. A positive fiscal policy going forward. So, some of that's kind of baked into the market already. Yep, yep. It's why I'm saying seven to nine and 17. We got 11 when I was expecting eight last year. So, you can throw so three and a half of that for, we,
2: 13 for 17. <laughs> there we go. That's my. That's my <laughs> All right. <number. laughs>
1: so, it was a market. Well, let's see. We got what? We, we, you know, I get to play my out music now. Yeah. So, well, uh, there we go. Look, I'm playing my out music. Yeah, you're getting this. Yeah. All right. There we go. <laughs> we <laughs> do, think the Falcons right. going to win this week? Trick question. They don't yeah, play. They don't play. Ha! <laughs> They're gonna win next week, though. We'll see. Right. I think the market's up, though. If you know me, the broken record. That's right. We'll see you next week.
3: All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only.